What's going on, NBA family? Today's Thursday, October 19th. We're just five short days away from NBA regular season, from tip-off opening night, baby. So y'all know what we're doing, man. We're doing this countdown. Let's talk about the greatest player in NBA history to wear number five. It's none other than Mr. Big Ticket himself, Mr. Kevin Garnett, Mr. Anything is Possible. Man, KG is one of the most underrated superstars of... I guess he's not of this generation, but he slept on and he's underrated by this generation because what's crazy is like a lot of people that remember KG, they remember him for his trash talking abilities, which were great, but we can't just sit here and discredit his hooping abilities and what he was doing on the court, which that, that, that stuff was fantastic, but let's go ahead and get into KG, man. He's a 15 time all-star one time all-star game MVP, one time NBA MVP, one time defensive player of the year, 12 time first team, all defense, nine time all nba first team four-time rebounding champion the accolades are there when you look at his career numbers 18 points per game 10 rebounds per game four assists two steals one block on an efficient 50 percent from the field and so when you look at his numbers you look at the stats look at the accolades like they're clearly all there i talked about you know multiple time all-star he's got an mvp he's got a, a, a defensive player of the year but the reason why i think that this generation does sleep on uh, on KG is because when he went to the Celtics, because at first he was on the Timberwolves. Yes, he was balling out on the Timberwolves. He was doing his thing, but he wasn't in the limelight because the Timberwolves just don't get that many nationally televised games. So he was balling and the hoop junkies, they knew about him, but the rest of the world, they didn't really know about him like that. But when he went to the Celtics, he really took a step back and went from being the 1A, the go-to guy, to being really the third guy. He took a step back to Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. And Paul Pierce and Ray Allen, they became the flashy scorers. And KG became the guy who's doing the dirty work, the guy who's doing all the little all the little things that never really get shown up like that on the stat sheet. Um, and when you're when you're around those guys and they're the flashy scores and you're just doing all the little work and you're just doing all the little things to the regular eye, to the public eye, it looks like, okay, he's the weakest one. I similarly think of Chris Bosh when uh, they joined the big three, right? When they joined Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and LeBron, like Chris Bosh was doing his thing on the Raptors. But when he went to the heat, he became the third option. And all of a sudden people think that Chris Bosh sucks, but similar to this situation, I guarantee KG doesn't suck. I guarantee KG and, and any other team would have been a 1A, would have been the first option. And I also guarantee that this Celtics team, like it just wouldn't have been as successful without KG. It wouldn't have been as successful because he was the leader like off the court. He was like the big dog. He was like the big homie. And then on, de- and then on the court, he was a defensive anchor. So it's like that Celtics team, they needed him. They needed his off the court presence, but they also needed his on the court presence, which was super important, which was super important too. And I mean, unless you unless you were there, and you know, unless you were alive in in the like up, you know, oh five, oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, um, or t- t- 2010, 11, like unless you were alive to see KG and his intensity and the impact that he had when he was on the floor, and the impact that he had on his team, like if you weren't alive to see that, then like. I could understand why somebody, you know, undermines his greatness and doesn't think that he is that great. And it's kind of probably looking at me crazy like, what, KG's the best player to ever wear number five? Because Jason Kidd also wore number five, and he and shout out Jason Kidd, he's from Oakland. But KG just did too many amazing things, man. But y'all know what we like to do, man. We like to get into our favorite story with this player. And my favorite story with KG takes us back to the 2008 NBA Finals. It was Celtics versus Lakers. 
the Celtics beat the Lakers in six games, and then KG won his first ring. And then the first thing the reporter asked him was like, "KG, how you feeling?" He ain't even had words. He was just like, "Man, anything is possible." And it's just like crazy, y'all, because to me that's such a dope and special moment because like I saw that live. You know, like I was sitting, I remember sitting in my living room. I remember where I was sitting, to be honest with you, when I saw this happen. And I'm like watching the game and then watching the interview, and it is crazy. It actually kind of reminded me for my football fans out there, reminded me of um remember when Richard Sherman was tripping on like Michael Crabtree? He's like, That's what you get for putting a sorry receiver like Crabtree on me. Like, that's what it felt like. It was just like a crazy, raw, uh, authentic moment. So is my favorite KG moment, and I hope that's yours too, man. But let me know if you got another favorite KG story. Let me know if you don't have KG as number five. Do you have Jason Kidd? Do you have somebody else? Shoot, let me know in the comment section down below. Subscribe to join the family, and uh, I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.